Okay. We are wrapping up Herod Bays in the Pashat of Pshat and the Rishenim, as we've been learning the past couple of weeks. Stay for Tehillim. There's so much to spend in Herod Bays and the Mepharshim, besides the ones that we did, and the Chazal are very marked in this Perek. But I do want to take a couple of a couple of minutes just to say over at my show. Not Negei our Perek and Tehillim, but the day that we're standing right now, to show you Sivan, I want to say over at my show. The Gemara says in Sechtas Bab Metzio, Daf Pei Hei Amr Beis. Interesting story. Ilyo Havashchiach v'Mesifta the Rebbe. Ilyo Novi used to come visit Rebbe's yeshiva frequently. The Rishchiach, Yoim Echad, one time, Reish Yarcho, on a Rishchidish, Havanogale, Vloyosa. He came late. He's getting late, and Elio Novi's not here. Amale, my time, Manogale, Lamar. And when he did come, Rebbe asked him for a late note. He said, Elio, why are you late today? Amale, he told him, Adai Kimno la Havram, Umashini Yode, Umasle, Umaginale. I had to go wake up Avram Avinu. I had to wash his hands Negevatsar. He had to daven. And then I had to put him back into his caver. V'chein liyitzuk. And then I did it for Yitzuk Avinu. V'chein liyakriv. Therefore, it took me long, so I'm sorry that I'm late. So he asked him, like minu ba'adi adadi. Why don't you just do them all in one shot? Wake up Avram Yitzuk Yakriv. Wash Negevatsar. Let them all daven at the same time. As the Gemara, Savri tekifi birachmi. Umaitzele the Mashiach boy zimne. They would all three daven at the same time would create so much Rachmanus that Mashiach would come. And it wasn't time yet. So therefore, I'm late. So he asked him, Is there anybody in this world that if they would daven together they could create that type of matzav? And the Gemara says, yeah. And the Gemara talks about who they were. The Gemara doesn't explain why this was Rishchidosh. The Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara just says it happened to have been. He came late Rishchidosh. And somehow, Avraham Yitzhak and Yaakov davened separately with Shredish. On a regular day of the month, it sounds like they did daven together. And that's why Leo never didn't come late. This was his job, I'm assuming, every single morning. So the Marshal on that Gemara says, and we have to take this into our brains, Yoim Echad Reish Yarchahavo, Kizah Yoim Ashabai Chidish Alavano, the day that there's a new moon, Ramos Alaz Chadish Malchus Yisrael Asad. It represents Kaisal's renewal also of w- awaiting our king that we're waiting for. And therefore, it's a day that's designated. Rishchidosh is a day designated for the Geulo. A day designated for Malchus to come back in Kaisal. The itakvi hayyim b'rishchidish b'rachmi have a ma'aseh of the Mashiach. If Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov would daven today together, Mashiach would come. Rishchidish is an extra hitzrakshus for zman chidush, chidush of Klai Yisrael, a renewal, and therefore I couldn't wake them up together. So during the regular days of the month, I, they daven separate. They could daven together. And they don't have the power. Rishchidish is an unbelievable power to daven for the Geula, and therefore I have to wake them separately. So, A, this alone, the concept that Rishchidosh is a day of Mesugal to Davin, for the Geula, for Malchus based David, to have a renewal, is a day that we have to take advantage of. 
as we spoke yesterday, it's a day that we specifically ask for we ask for the redemption, the Geula, Mashiach, and David. Why is David not here, as we discussed yesterday? We have to take advantage of Rishchidish, and this is something that I don't realize this for the past couple of months. We've been trying to bring Rishchidish into more of a spotlight in our lives, and therefore, specifically on a day like today, that we have to daven for the Geula. Put away all your own personal chesbonus of what you need. Daven, Chaim used to say, Velushalayim Ircho is the one field that you should be mechaven the most. People get stuck by people get stuck by their own personal feelings, by their own things that they want and need. But you know, Rufa'inu and Barakalainu and they don't realize that if they were just Vilushalayim Ircho, if you would have that, you would have everything. Focus. Especially in the day like Rishchidish, a person should take the opportunity to focus on Vilushalayim Ircho. As this connects Mamish to our Perak Bays, where A Dabramelech is either becoming king and he's talking to the game of the world, you guys are fighting a battle that you're not going to win because I'm becoming king, this is what it is. Or, as Rashi said in the beginning of the parak, parak Beis, that we're learning over here, is talking about the Mashiach, the Mashiach being the Mashiach that we're awaiting. This is the Pasuk, the Psukim that, that we're learning in Parak Beis, which is also an extra special Mesugal for this idea. So let's go back to Parak Beis. We're up to the last Pasuk. We explained it based on Rashi, and we explained it based on... We explained it based on... Um, Evan Ezra, we're up to the Radak, the Malbim and the Bira Amilois, and the Me'iri as we gave out, and we'd like to go back to do the entire Perik with Malbim as much as we can today, hopefully. Zakt, the Radak. First let's do, I'm sorry, let's first do the, the Me'iri that we gave out. It's the bottom of page 17. Um, the last eight lines on page 17, going on to page 18. Nashku bar penyenaf is the pasuk that we're up to. Nashku bar penyenaf v'soivdu derech kiyivar kemat apoy ashrei kol chayseboi. He says the meiri v'nashku is the last word on the line. Bar nira lefarish nashku meinyan neshiko. We saw Rashi said two pshatim. Either it means to um, be mezaras oneself or mloshim taiva al ishech teshuka seich. The the meiri saying that it means literally kiss. Ubar Miloshin Nikios, Kloimar, meaning Zainu Atmachem with the Slapshu Minikios with Tmimois. Prepare yourself, awaken yourself that you should be all pure. Mitara Yoita Neshek Vahazion Kalem, Merubim, Yehusa Mehem, Odom, Mikafregal Adrush, Himshul his Slapshu Sahula Neshek. So it's Miloshin also weapons. We said Miloshin Nashik, you're kissing, I made a mistake. Miloshin Nashik, Miloshin weaponry. A person should have neshek, and since a person sometimes will have weapons over his entire body, so therefore we're telling the person to prepare themselves. Pen ulayim loytasukain, because if you don't do that, yenaf aleichem v'toivdu derech or tzolaymar minaderech ayishara for the proper path. Or if you wish toivdu miderech kitoyim, you'll get lost like those that get lost. Kmi shavad dark. If you any day on a yifne. And he won't know where to go and what direction he's supposed to be heading. If you're going to keep staying of Russia for longer, that's shot number one. There are those that explain, three lines on the bottom, the second shot means, kissing. Kloymar, Hoidu b'malchuzeh, admit 
and accept this kingship. It's like kissing the hand, meaning accepting. I like the first shot better. Obviously, it, it causes less controversy as well. Call ha mizmer. Chazal explains the entire mizmer. Allah guula ha asido b'melach hamashiach. This this whole this whole mizmer is talking about the guula asido b'melach hamashiach. V'lomer rogshu al mechemes goygum agoyg. V'hinei ha mizmer kuloi mivur minafshei ladaze. If you learn through the whole parak, it makes a lot of sense. It works very well. V'u etli mashama ashrei kol chaytei bay chaytei bay avafishi arech hazman. Even though it's taking very long, kamat shetis yaish omamimenu. And it seems like people are about to give up because it's been so long. We've been hearing about it for so long we want it already. That's The praiseworthy is the one that keeps waiting for it even though it seems like it's taking so long and it hasn't happened. And maybe sometimes people can give up that it's never going to happen. And Ashrei Kochoy Says the Malbim in the Bir Amilois. The Malbim has an explanation of the words. If you have it in front of you, we're going to go back to the Malbim and the Beer Pa'inyan shortly. But first, the Beer Amiloy. Nashku Bar, Pasukid Beis. Bar hu hanasi hamavurah v'hanivcher. A bar is the one that's chosen, perfect, and um, the most uh, refined. K'may Roshay Beis Avoyz Berurim. Or v'yedusin u'sha'ar ha'berurim. So that's shot number one. Shot number two, those that explain that bar means a child, unless in Kodesh, bar doesn't mean a child, rather, the only place that you can find is the Pesach Mishlei, he says, I don't even think that that's a good raya. There doesn't either mean a child. Bar bitni means the most chosen of my Offspring. And it also has, at the same time, another pshat, a twin, a twin pshat, that means bar dogon. Bar also means grain. They gathered bar, they gathered grain. It means that you have to perfect it, you have to take out the grain from the the entire shaft of, of the, the, the seeds out of the shaft of grain, he brings many rice in Tanakh where bar means grain, which means connected. And we have to see how he's inside Shepsukim, we'll get to that better shortly. Yenaf, Nashku bar pen Yenaf, what does Yenaf mean? Person has a lot of anger. Or Kuchavrichu, if it's talking about him. Take it, you'll lose away immediately. And especially at the moment of anger, you'll for sure lose your path. There are people that are lost of any, any ideas. Now we're going to learn the Radak. The Radak is very Marich in this Pasuk. And the Radak is Yisaiti because as we started the parak, we said that this parak is very, very easily misinterpreted into different things. And the Radak 
obviously makes Seder over here to figure out how one is supposed to learn the parrot. Pasuk in Beis Radak. Nashkubar. Kamoi vayenashik l'cholechov. First, what Nashku means Moshe. He kissed all his siblings. Yosef Atzadik. Ubar kamoi bain. V'chein mabri umar bar bitni. So, according to the first shot in the Radak, kiss the child. Penyena. We'll get back to it. Oi pirushai min levare levav. Or, bar doesn't mean a child. Bar means levare levav, the, the pure-hearted. Right? We say, Mishana night in, in the David Mizmar, and we say you touch the Lashem. Also, and if it means a child, then we have to explain the Pasuk as follows. Nashku zeha ben, ben, Kiss the child that HaKadosh Baruch Hu called a child. Who did HaKadosh Baruch Hu call a child? We had in this parak Hashem said to David HaMelech, B'niyata, you're my child. So kiss him. V'tam nashku, why would you kiss him? K'mayshu hu minigah eved, l'nashik yada odoin. Because that's proper, a, a slave to kiss his master. So we're accepting the mastery of David HaMelech over us. So kiss him. Accept his, accept his rule. V'im yiyeh inyonay naki, and if bar means to be pure-hearted, yiyeh pirusha malachem v'li, k'ani bar levov, v'ein b'ovoin, sh'tavoy v'tilachem v'bi. Zavon HaMelech is, so to speak, asking, why are you coming to fight me? What have I done to you? I'm a bar levov. I'm pure. I've never instigated any wars with you. Why are you looking for problems? Avla lechem l'nashikli, if anything, you should kiss me. Ulohoidoy sh'ani melech v'mitzisakel, and admit that I'm king, because I was chosen so by Kuchibrichu. Maybe bar, another shot means choose. Like, choose a man. Pick out a man. Shaul was chosen. So bar could also mean the chosen one. If you're not going to quickly repent from the wrong things that you do, and you're going to lose your way. Why? You've been standing on these rishes too long that Hashem is ready to take revenge. If you don't quickly repent. The path is lost, and they're being lost because the path itself is a confusing path. When we say ripped garments, we don't mean the, the begadim are kruim, not the people. They're not kruim begadim. They're not ripped garments. They are wearing garments. The garments are ripped. When someone says that someone's shaved beard, is he a shaved beard or he has a beard that's shaved? It should have been zakon megulach. Megulchei zakon means it's a way of saying that they're shaved people. So to over here, radoim lahem. Therefore, the saved derech doesn't mean that they lost the path, but rather they're lost on their way. They don't know which way they're going. Just like me, I've had faith in Hashem when I shot boy. You people are going the wrong way. You're getting lost. 
and therefore you can learn the entire Perik base along this line. But I think the most simple shot is David the parish of the Radak on the Perik, the right shot. Now he has to do some defense of the Jewish religion. The Hanoitrim, the Christians, Mefarshim Oitoi, Al Ish, they explain it regarding him, that bad fellow. The Pasuk that they bring as a proof, and they say, this is the greatest proof of Ta'usam, Hulahem Lamichshel, to their big mistake that they made, is who Omar, who Hashem Omar Eli Biniyata. Hashem said to me, You're my son. Well, Hashem has a son, apparently. Because if they can say to you, he was a child of Hashem, you can't say about a human being that he's a child of Hashem. A child is always going to be something similar to what the father was. An elephant son is going to be similar to the father. He's going to be an elephant. You can't say about a horse that he's the son of Reuven. You can't be a son of Reuven. If that's the case, say the Christian. So, if Hashem says, you're my child, so it can't be talking about a human being. Because a human being can't be a child of Hashem. So, it must be a God. So, that's, somebody's a child of Hashem that's a God. I mean, it must be. Furthermore, you've been born today. The thing that's born has to be similar to the thing that gave birth to it. So if I gave birth to you, that means that you're going to be similar to the thing that you birthed from. So this is the Christian Raya from this parak that uh, their Mashiach Sheker is, exists. And Merlehem, so I want you to tell them, says Radak, The whole thing is a joke. You can't have in a God a father and a son. God can't splinter, can't fracture, can't separate. A God is not something that is a body that's able to be fractured. He's one in a fullness of oneness. It can be many, it can be less, and it can be split. And also tell them, if there's a father and a son. So the father has to be before the son in time. And through the father comes about the child. And obviously it's impossible without using words. Meaning, you can't be a father. You're not a father if you don't have children. And you can't be a son if you don't have a father. But the one that we call a father, when he will have a child, was that already prior to that in time? Has to be. He was a father before, he was a father before there was a child. The child is what makes him be a father, but he was already a father. The Imbain, or the Imkain, so the God that you suggest, the Atim Av, Ubain, Virach HaKadosh, I don't know why Ruach HaKadosh, I thought the Trinity is made up of something opposite of the Ruach HaKadosh. The Holy Spirit, I guess Ruach HaKadosh means the Holy Spirit, which they call the Holy Ghost. 
If you don't know what we're talking about, good for you. You should never know. And the part that you call the father, so that must be prior to the part that you call child, because a father exists before a child. Because if they would be at the same time, you know what we call them? You'd call them brothers that are twins. You wouldn't call them a father and son. You wouldn't call it a birther and a birthy. And regarding this, they say that you can't be called a child of God unless you're similar to God. So you have to respond to them that when we talk about Hashem, everything is a muscle. Nothing is for real. Everything is just for a way to us to comprehend. Obviously, obviously, Hashem doesn't have a mouth. It's just a, a muscle for us to comprehend it. Somebody that follows and does what he wants, that's what we call a child. Like a child follows his father. Therefore, the stars and the angels are called B'nai Elikim. So to man, because he has a spirit, You're my child. Hashem said about us many, many years ago. Hashem uses this terminology throughout the Torah. This is the one that you found that you brought as a raya. It's just a way of saying that somebody that follows my path is like a child to me. Like a child. Obviously, we're not actually children of Hashem. Hashem doesn't father children. You should also tell them, The God that you talk about. How could the father say to the child, Ask of me, and I will give nations as your inheritance. Why would a child have to ask of his father? You guys say he's a god himself. So why would he have to ask? The god tells the child, who's a god in your mind, Ask of me, and I'll give you. If, if he's a god, why does he have to ask anybody? He can just do whatever he wants. He's, he's on par with Hashem in your world. That means that if you wouldn't ask, so that means that the nations of the world were not his inheritance if he wouldn't have asked. So what makes him a god if he did certain things that he couldn't do? And then he became more. You can't say about a Hashem that up until a certain point he couldn't do something and then he did. That doesn't make any sense. So the God has to ask, you have to ask of me? Like one God has to come to the other God and say, I'd really like something. That means you, you don't, you're missing something. So what makes you a God? Can I get a buster, Omar? Ah, you're going to say, yeah, but, but he was also put into flesh. Yeah, maybe after he was put into a body, that's when he was saying, ask of me and I'll give you. That can't be. That flesh 
that Yashka didn't have any kingdom. So Hashem, let's, let's, let's follow your logic. Hashem said, ask of me and I'll give you. Did he ever ask? And if yeah, did he ever get it? Was he, was he, did he take over the world? So either he didn't listen to Hashem, or he did listen to Hashem and he didn't get it. So something's wrong over here. Let's be honest, and this is something that, in the parentheses, because not everybody had this in their Radak. He, I hate discussing him in the Vesemites, but we're learning Radak. He was despised Bechayev. He only became popular after he died. Bechayev, he was a reject. He was a bum. He was kicked out. Everybody kicked him out of everywhere. So, what do you, what do you mean, Sha'al and Menachem, about this? Ask him, I'll give you, you'll become popular. Never happened. No. Regarding accepting his belief and the faith. That's what he was talking about. For 90%, of, not 90, at least 70% of the world does not believe in Christianity. Between the Buddhists, the Hindus, the Chinese, the liberals that don't believe in anything, the Muslims, the Jews. So what are we left with? About a million and a half, I'm sorry, a billion and a half Christians and the seven and a half billion people in the world. So what are you saying? That he, he was, when he was told, you could ask of me, I'll give you inheritance. The inheritance means they'll believe in Christianity. That's a very unsuccessful mission. Very unsuccessful. That's not a Hall of Fame career. One and a half billion out of seven billion. That's, that's, not, that's nothing. So I have taught you how to respond to them if they ever come over to you with this parak. He says, and I, and I suggest you keep thinking about these things so you have your own responses also because they might be prepared for these responses. If they're going to come over to you and talk to you about parak bays, so here's what I suggest. Tell them that parak bays is talking about one or two things. Oyal David, Oyal Mashiach. Talk about, say it's either referring to David HaMelech or it's referring to Mashiach, but don't indulge them about their Christianity God, which I was actually approached about this, about this Pasuk, Nashkabar Ben Yenaf. They still use it. After all this time, they still use Perak Beis as a riot to their false belief, to their false, false ideology about a Mashiach Sheker. And um, I, guess, I guess the only thing that we can finish off with saying is that Nabuch, they're, they're wrong, and Nabuch, that the Siyid caused many, many millions of people to become But at the same time, as the Rambam says, and we point out, the Rambam says that even he will have a redemption when Mashiach comes, because at least he taught people about a Mashiach, or in a, about Hashem. Told them there were a bunch of pagans that didn't believe in Hashem. So something he did do, okay, Alice for the world, only the Rambam could get away with saying something like that, and therefore, hopefully soon, V'yakiru Kalmachasecho, that you're the king of the actual world. Atkan, the Rishonim, that we have in Sefer Tehillim, the Radak, the Ezra, Rashi, and the first from the Me'iri that we learned on the Perak. With the last couple of minutes that we have available, really, it's, it's, this Perak has lends itself to so much conversation. It talks about Gagimogreg and Mashiach. I want to start the conversation with the Malbim. Maybe we'll have to do a follow-up share Be'ezus Hashem to finish up the Malbim on this parish. So let's start. The Malbim and his beer Indian. On that note, I just want to point out that Be'ezus Hashem Shavuos night, like we did last year, we went through Sefer Rus, um, the entire Sefer Rus with Rashi. Um, I, I, I thought we did the Targum also, but maybe not. Some people said we did, some people said we didn't. 
I thought we did. This year, Mr. Shem, we're also going to go through Sefer Rus. This year, we're going to go through Sefer Rus with the beer of the Malbim as much as we can. Hopefully, we get through the whole Sefer. Now that we know the Sefer from last year, touch the story, the basic story, so we can take it up a level, learn with the beer of Malbim. So let's now start also the Malbim on this parak in Tehillim. Bezis Hashem Perik Beis. The Malbim on Tehillim is called, he calls the Sefer, Tepilois David. Pasikalov. Lama Rog Shugayim. After we learned in Perak Aleph of Dan Harasha, so the demise of the Rasha Kihu where he's like a, a piece of grain that's blown in the wind that gets crushed. The only hope he has if he is he protects the bar and protects the tzaddik. That was Perak Aleph that we learned last year. So then why are they doing what they're doing? So that makes no sense. If we discuss in Perak Aleph that those that do the right thing are going to have a, they're going to survive and they're going to have a redemption and they're going to be good. So why are the Goyim not doing that? Meaning, their only hope is to serve David, to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why are they not? We saw this in the period the difference between Goyim and Lu'umim. Goy, Nikra Hakibutz Bibli Hashkev Imubaldas Ilav. Goy is just a gathering of people not based on a fundamental belief. Ubishem Lo'im Nikra Mitzachim Mitzachatat Das Miyuchad. Lo'im would be, let's say, Christianity, the Lo'im. That's they have a certain singular belief. They're not, they're not necessarily in one area. You could have in Europe, you could have in Africa, you could have in Asia, you could have in America, you could have Lo'im, people that believe in the same thing. But people that don't necessarily believe in the same thing, but they live in the same place, Let's say in America, that's considered a guy. When Matayer, and he's trying to describe Shah Kesher, Shiskashu Negdoi, Hoya Elukusi, Vigam Medini Yi. Ramalak is saying that those that stood up to him, they stood up to him from two angles. First of all, Medini Yi, which means nations stood up to him, even though nations weren't necessarily of the same ideology. And then ideology stood up to him. Ideologies also had a problem with Ramalak. So that's why Lama Rakshu Goyim. Both of them were standing up to Ramelech. Meaning, First of all, they had a problem with Hashem. Ramelech was forcing them to keep Sheva Mitzvah. That was, Ramelech was a king. And he had to, you know, he wasn't only a king over the Jews, he was a king over anybody in his territory. He was spreading the Dvar Hashem. You've got to keep Sheva Mitzvah. If not, off with your head. And Va'al Mashikhoi, also against the Mashiach, meaning Lifraik Ul Mahusay Vavidasai, they were also against Dabra Malak being the king. Vagoyim Rogshu Biragesh Umered Limray Bamakhaz David, Vahalu Umim, Mitzat Inyanadas, Hogumakshovis Negidas and Mr. Sashem. So there was two things going on. There were people that had problems with Dabra Malak as Dabra Malak, and they had problems with Dabra Malak as being the representative of Hashem in the world. And that's the Lama Rakshu Goyim, Ulu Umim Yehegurik. Sometimes you'll have a coup. There's a, a different king standing up to him. For example, you had a king. He was a puppet government imported by, put in place by Nebuchadnezzar. But he stood up to Nebuchadnezzar. And the people follow the king that stands up to the other king. Sometimes it starts the other way. 
the people decide they had enough. And the king will join the people. Meaning, the people will say, we had enough. In America, the Revolutionary War started. The people said, we had enough of the, the British monarch telling us what to do. So, they, the people themselves gathered, Samuel Adams, they all gathered together, they're going to start up, whatever. And they appointed a person to lead it. George Washington, these are people that we should be discussing in a misdredge, but the point, I'm trying to bring out a point. The people put a leader, and the leader also came along, but it started from the people. This can happen from the people, and so you can have from two. That, that's the, the next passing. Sometimes you can have the king that started, and v'roizim rosti yachad. Mitzayer shahagoyim rokshim emordim mital echad umalchayim litzavim mital asheni imoroizim sheim sorry eitzah. Sometimes you'll have the king that will be with the advisors. V'noistu soydos yachad echluchan, and they'll plot on how do we overthrow the government that's above us. The hamered and their rebellion was who bade Allah Hashem mitzal adat, as we said before. Aid had a problem with Hashem, that Hashem was imposing on them, how dear he, and Bein al-Moshichoi, and how does he tell David Amalek to charge us taxes, or to put in tolbos, to come across the bridge. They also had a problem with that. So they were fighting on ideology front, and they were fighting on a monetary or national, nationalistic concept. What were they saying? Nenatka says the Malvim, Nenatka avoysoyz, a voice is much stronger than Maiseris. Meaning, it's a bunch of strands woven together. It's hard to undo them. The weak ones, they'll just undo. And the strong ropes, those, they're not going to be able to undo it, but they'll throw them off. Again, following the same thing. The side regarding the religion, the things that make no sense, they can say, this is, this is crazy. We're going to get this repealed as, from law. And the ones that do make some sense, but they don't want to do it, that they're just going to have to throw off. Like, yeah, but we're not interested. So one, they're going to undo. Undo meaning they're going to explain to you why this makes no sense. Why can't we abort a, a child? Doesn't make any sense. Why can't we? So that I'll try to explain to you why they should be able to. And then there's certain things that do make sense. Why you shouldn't murder people. But that they're going to be like, yeah, no, whatever. Just not interested. Right? This is this what's happening in the world. There's two things. There's on the ideology front. And then there's, a, I'm just not interested in front. Right? Also regarding being an avid. That's just not interested. And these are things that they promise with Chayvu with British They have deals, they have arrangements. They throw that off, they're not interested. Yeah, we signed up, but now we're not interested. Now we're not interested. So what happens? This is the first three Psukim are the nations of the world standing up to the government and the ideology, the religion that's being imposed on them by Dawud Amalak and by Hashem. But Pasik Dalad, Yeshiv Shemaim Mitzchak, the one that's sitting in Shemaim is laughing at all this. This is a joke to him. I don't know Yilag Lamai. Says Malbum, Shirak Suvim, the way we combine the Sukkim Aleph and Bayes, Lamai Rakshu Goyim, Yitzyat Sumal Cheres, 
Ubechol zois. Yet after all that, Yoshev Hashem Yitzchak ve'enem anishim. Hashem is just laughing. He's not even punishing them. He just finds this humorous. Meishiv, he's answering. Mashi Yoshev Hashem Yitzchak, who kibazei yilag lamay. This is the biggest joke. He's mocking it. Meaning, we're trying to learn. Al pi Masha Amru toiv kat mitzchak. More on Sechta Shabbos. Darshus and the pasuk. It's better to be angry than to laugh. Toiv kat mitzchak. What does that mean? Gemara explains, Toiv kash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Koyes, Allah Tzadikim Ba'ilom Azeh. It's better the anger that Hashem has, and He shows towards Tzadikim, and sometimes punishes them, and you see Tzadikim suffering in this world. Mitzchoyik, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mesachik Al-Rishon. And it seems like Hashem is laughing along, and just going with the flow with the Russia. So the Tzadik suffering, versus the Russia having a good. Toiv kash, Mitzchoyik. You'd rather have Hashem's kash, than the tzchik that Hashem is giving the Risham. It's Pashat. Ki atzchik, yeshlo inyan miyuchad mibachal amidos. There's an interesting thing about tzchik. Different than any other mito. Shibachal amidos, lo yisro ashinu yibayin apoyol v'amitzpayol. Amazing thing. In all other midos, you can't tell a difference between the one that's doing it and the one that it's happening to. Hapoyol yichas, the person that's, let's say, getting angry, v'amitzpayol yikabaloinish. And the person that's being getting angry at is getting a brick in his head. Right? They're very different. This guy is getting angry, and this guy is getting the punishment. Hapoyol yurachim. The person, let's say, has rachmanus. He sees a poor man, and he has compassion. Vahamispael yirucham. And the person that gets the dollar is feeling the compassion of the person. Loikein ha-seichik when you mock your friend, when you laugh at your friend, you scoff at him. He's having a good time. What's the other person getting? I'm the opposite. He's not getting the same thing. He's not getting the similar thing. He's getting mamish the opposite. It's the only thing that happens where the giver and the receiver are getting two opposite things. Interesting thought. So therefore... When we want to give the mashal of the Rishoim getting seemingly hot in this world, though it seems Hashem is not, is not, he's laughing, he's not angry at them, but in truth, it's much more embarrassing. When all of a sudden Hashem has had it with them, all of a sudden everything comes tumbling down. In the moment, Haman looked amazing, looked great. Until Hashem says, that's it, done. And everything just crumbled in a second. So up till that moment, it looked like Hashem Yitzchak. Hashem is, Hashem, Yeshim, Hashem, Hashem, Yitzchak. Hashem is laughing. But really, it's the biggest joke because underneath all that laughing and smiling at Haman is really another pile and another pile and another pile until the straw that breaks. Right? And Hashem says, that's it. And everything comes crashing down. Like the Pesach says, Boishe Imcha Ma'id this that it seems like Hashem is just sitting in Shemayim and he's not punishing them. It's because the whole thing is a joke to him. He finds this very hilarious. It looks like he's hiding. He finds this all very hilarious. To him, this whole thing is seemingly a joke. Continues the album. Oz, 
because then that's the next part. Then all of a sudden there's an anger that comes. And the guy that wasn't expecting it, the Hamad that wasn't expecting it, the Russia that wasn't expecting it, he gets totally flustered. He's like, what? What happened? Everything was great till a second ago. Exactly. Everything was great till a second ago. Shesam Bamay Lahanisham Then he'll say, Vanina Sakti Malki. Atim Raikshim. You guys are creating this situation, Limroid, to rebel. Vaniba Esahi. At that moment, Shekhashaftim Lifrik, O Malchus Vais David. At the moment that you were thinking of throwing off that Malchus Vais David yoke, but Esahi Nasakti Malki. That's the Mamash the moment that I'm anointing him as king. Shaidemiri Daschem is Gala. You guys are being the biggest proof that I made him, to, that I anointed him. Because I need somebody to stand up to him, to have him push back so he can, everybody can see that he's talking to the king. So thank you so much for rebelling, because now I'm going to use you as the tool to show that I picked him really as the right one. It's a whole different parak when you read it with, when you learn it with Malvin, when you say it together with Malvin. Just like there are rules to be able to rule a country, there's also the nations themselves that have a Geneva Convention where they decide things. They have the big court in wherever that is, the Hague, or however you pronounce that place, where they put countries on, 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 on trial. Lamashal, Chaik Kavua Venimus Kailo. They have this general rule that you can't just attack a country without a good reason. The world understands that. that it shouldn't, you shouldn't just be able to attack a country if you don't have a reason. Okay, the reason might be you need more oil. Fine. The reason might be you have a, a, a claim. Fine. But the, the world understands that you can't just attack a country. And somebody that doesn't obey and he decides that he just wants to conquer countries. You have to realize the Bible spoke 180 years ago. The amount of wars that happened since then, or whatever it was. We call him an Aritz. He's just a, he's just a, he's a bum. He's, he's ruining the whole society. You can't just attack countries. When I go attack Goyim, Talking. When I go attack, I'm going to explain why I have a right. Because Hashem, whose world it is, not only I'm the only one that has right to start going to attack. Because I work for Hashem, and it's His world. So anything I do, when I go conquer Aram Tova, Aleppo, Chalab, I don't know what is doing. Maybe it's a Kibush Yachin, Shemei Kibush, Lash Shemei Kibush, but, as we'll see in Sechta's getting coming up this week, but the bottom line is that Donald says, I work for Hashem. Who do you work for? What gives you the right to attack a country? He gave me permission. First Rashi in Chumash. And what's the Chumash? Hashem Omar Eli. It's as if now the nations are standing up to fight him. Hashem says, okay, I now I created this concept called David Amalek. He stands up to all those that fight me. He's like a child that has rights in the father's domain and assets. We'll do one more pasuk and we'll stop. Even though we're in the middle of an album. Hashem says, 
I, I'm lacking nothing. Rakim Tishol Tavakesh. All you have to do is ask. You'll conquer them. I'm more than happy you should take it. And he won't, sometimes he'll be able to buy something, let's say, in, in Bangkok. But it's not yet necessarily his. He still has to go down there, etc. Hashem says, I'm going to help you conquer all the way to the far, far land. That's number one. Hashem gave me permission. Hashem made a chayk. Number one, that and number two, I said we're going to stop after Pasuk Ches, so we'll do just Pasuk Ches, that you could crush them. It says right you could crush them if need be. They're going to be very easy for you to crush. Not only could you conquer the lands, Hashem gave me permission to wipe you guys out. Therefore, my suggestion to you is, it's three more psukim, which is just finish it, no? Viato, viato, melocha maskilu. And now, we're talking about Achash Hashem here, Shah Isielza. Now that I got permission to do this, I'm in charge. Virakim Eshalach Rishim, Via Vedu, all I have to do is ask, and I get permission to wipe you guys out. MK, Lama Timurdu, Vitamtino, at Eshe Tevdu. Why are you guys doing what you're doing? I'm waiting for the moment that I should be frustrated and then ask Hashem and get permission? Why don't you chop now? First of all, chop that because of your brain. Or just take my, my muster. And realize what's about to happen to you if you don't do it. And therefore, you know what you'll gain? Now maybe it's out of fear, but at the end, you're going to be so rejoiceful. That fear that you had initially, and he explains, So you want to know how do you serve Hashem? Oh, the one that was chosen by Hashem, Serve the one that Hashem chooses. And if you do that, it's as if you're choosing Hashem Himself. Be like a, a grain that surrounds the grain itself. Don't be based on what we learned in Parakalov, like the thing that No. Where it's equivalent. And he says, this is what I said, if this is Shambhiro, what's the Euro? Mafarish Mayiru? What are you afraid of? That's the end of the Pasik. Penyera Vashem. Maybe Hashem will get angry. Hashem just gets a little angry, you guys are in very big trouble. You for sure should be worried that he might get upset at you. The word anaf means total obliteration. This is how we say that you're going to rejoice. It'll start out hard, but eventually you rejoice. That's You'll be able to rejoice that you made the right choice, that you picked to be soimich, 
chasisim b'Hashem that you had betochen and amuno and akharish baruchu asheri kol chosei This is the summary of Perik Beis. I'll be the shita of the Malbim, which is just the Davar Malach giving advice to the nations of the world. Pick the right choice because you don't want to be on the wrong side. You don't want to bet. You don't want to bet on the wrong horse. And technically, you can also fit it in with the Radak, with the Christian belief of misunderstanding what the right uh, ideologies are. And uh, let it be that we say Tehillim, and we now we understand another parak in Tehillim, as Hashem Shuas is the Yisrael of Davar Malach, is the Indian to say Tehillim, to finish Tehillim, to say Tehillim, whatever it is. At least Perik Allah from last year and Perik Beis from this year, and even though maybe even one long Perik, at least we have that under our belt that we learned. The next year will be Sunday Elul, break for the summer, and we're going to do a Perik in Tehillim, a Perik that has to do with the Yomim Hanayom, whether, I'm not sure yet, it'll be Ladav Hashem Ari, or Ladavid Mizmar, or Sheher Malasim Amakim. One of the Perikim in Tehillim will do in Chedesh Elul, Sheher Malasim Amakim, some people say, um, and so, um, so uh, Prokim and Tehillim that we're going to do that has to do with uh, the, the Yom Neron slash Sukkot Metz Hashem that will do between Chaydish Elul and Sukkot and then Metz Hashem next winter we'll continue finishing up our Rachav story and continuing Sefi Yeshua and that being said I want to thank the Sunday morning Chevro that we get to spend time with learning in the beginning we learned Na and now we learned Cha so Metz Hashem will take a little break and we'll continue with our Navi Subim Shiurim Metz Hashem and Chaydish Elul